And it still ain't a goddamn thing they could tell me What could compel me to jump in Get a piece of this bread pudding, wake up, cake up Walking in the form of my elders, I'm glowed up, glowed up Bitch, don't I look like a pharaoh? Fuck your story, tell nigga, pull up Shit didn't piss on your head What up, everybody? Welcome to Stickers It's me, your host, Shaq Nelson Back for another week Thanks for tuning in That was Kay Trinata with Glowed Up Featuring Anderson Park on vocals uh, dope track off his debut album, 99.9%. Uh, with me, as always, is... Uh, that sounded like Black Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the theme, like the music about it? Yeah. yeah. It's because it's got that, like, space, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it... For sure. Well, that uh, the Flex Washington show, <laughs> it was like Homies in Space or some homies shit. Homies in Outer Space. Yeah. yeah. Just Homeboys in Outer Space. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful UPN lineup from back in the day. UPN was the shit. This yeah. is Gerard. Thank you. Uh, yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Good week? Yeah. Sure. All right. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, it was kind of like a fun week in hip-hop with shit going on. Like, there was, like, a lot of crazy shit. It was, it was like, a fun week for the first time, I feel like, in a minute. No, nah, we did have that. Uh, <laughs> I guess it only seemed right when... um. Lil Uzi and uh oh and uh, uh Rich the Kid, kid got yeah. into a fight. It, it, that seemed kind of weird that like two black guys get profiled in a in at a Starbucks, yeah, and they get arrested and taken out, but they'll let two <laughs> because these are two black guys that look like they should be working in a Starbucks. They're okay. It's like oh, he's got he's got a, he a septum <laughs> piercing, you know. <laughs> he's a good guy. Oh I'm sure we God. could talk about Mac. De- Mac DeMarco records with oh, each other and man. shit like that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I guess it's like shit outside of like SoundCloud rappers. News out, like fun news outside of that. Although the first one's kind of tangentially related in that he's kind of the godfather of that guy's sound in a lot of ways. But uh, Young Thug released uh, Slime Language on Friday. And it was also his, uh, what, I believe 31st birthday. And he's 31? Yeah. Damn. Or 27th, I'm sorry. Uh, 27th birthday. God damn. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jeffrey, like any uh, Jeffrey wants to do on his birthday, uh, he celebrated it at uh, Dave & Buster's in L.A., uh, which, you know, like we said when uh, Rich the Kid and Lil Uzi got in their fight, who says rappers aren't hard anymore? (laughs) You know, just... Having your birthday at Dave and Buster's, having a good old time. He was on time. the Time Crisis cabinet with like two guns and shit. Yeah. Skirt! <laughs> Skirt! But he has two of his boys doing the foot pedal things for him so he could just fire. Oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> he was uh, arrested for felony gun possession when several guns, including an AK 47, were found in cars belonging to Thug and his associates. In LA. Yeah. Uh, the blast report says that a surge took place in one of Thug's cars uh, when one of Thug's cars bumped a squad car belonging to the police department. You know? So, that's the key to, you know, not getting caught is just being as loud as possible in public and bumping a cop car. But he got out literally, like, hours later. Uh... Yeah, and he, he, he posted a picture on Instagram, and the caption was, uh, faster than the officers got off, hashtag slime language, little bitch. Yep. So, uh... King, I don't, I don't think I want to see a, a video of Young Thug fighting a cop. Oh, no, he didn't fight the... You think he fought No, 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 but the way, he, the way he was talking, like, I guess, like... Yeah. I would have been ready for it. There's video of it. Like, of him getting arrested, and he's just walking so dignified out of there, you know, just arms behind his back. They're escorting him out. It's, like, six cops escorting Young Thug out because he's, like, secretly, like, intimidating looking. Like, he's kind of swole and, like, a tall dude. Because you don't don't know. You don't know why. He's going to call you hubby and smack the shit out of you, Mm -hmm. like, afterwards. You know, it's, like, so that wasn't, like, some great news. There was some great news this week, though. Kodak got out. I didn't know he was back in jail. Well, he hasn't. He hadn't got out yet. Like he finally has been like released from jail. Uh, he he uh, was released Friday morning. Uh, did you know that his name is Bill K. Capri? For real? He changed his name to that. Bill K. Capri. Yes, 
His birth name is uh, uh, Dyson Octave. That sounds about right. D I E S U S O N. I'm just making sure. Like the vacuum cleaner. D I E U S O N. Oh, no. No, that's not like how the vacuum cleaner is spelled. So I have no fucking idea. Like, his birth name sounds like a fake name. It's one of those, like, overly powerful, like, black people's names. Yeah. Like, it's not a name. It's a word for an object. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he, he was let out Like, I knew a girl named Shantavia. Shantavia? Shantavia. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like... That sounds about right. It's a, <laughs> it's a lot. It, it's a, I was like, that's a, it's a pretty name, but like, jeez. It sounds like something from a Mad TV sketch. Sean Tavia. My name is Sean Tavia Williams Third. You know, like, that's a character. Uh, she has, like, a huge fake butt, you know. She and was it, thick. It's played by, like, a Latino man. And <laughs> <laughs> they love brown face on Mad TV, dude. <laughs> um, brown face. Yeah. Uh, so this was, like... Kodak was let out for like uh, those charges from like earlier this year of like the video posted on Instagram where like his like baby was present while like people were smoking weed and like holding guns and shit like that. And his lawyer got the charges dropped. All right. You want to know how he got this shit dropped? How? He argued there was no evidence that the guns and drugs were real in the video. (laughs) How amazing is that? (laughs) <laughs> that's a hell of a lawyer right dude, there, Dude, right? That's that's what record label money can get you, dude. But he uh, still does have uh, sexual assault allegations from October 2017. That, uh, he that's not going away for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you know, free Kodak. But uh, I don't know. Let's let's look more into that. I, but, like, not on the podcast because it wouldn't be fun to read into. <laughs> no, let's uh, open up this case in yeah, today. Let's not do that. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, also this week, Tiana Taylor was on the cover of Playboy, and uh, goodness gracious, cool, well, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, nice. so that that was great. She also dropped off of her uh, co-headlining tour with uh, Jeremiah, uh, and I have to read. Have you read like the tweets or anything, and like why she dropped? No, nah, I just seen a post when she said like all the dates would be the same except for the one that was this week. Well, we got to tweak it a little bit. Yeah. But so uh, I ju- yeah, I just didn't know what the hell happened. Yo, so these tweets are great. Uh, she at him, so at Jeremiah. Oh, uh, man. Lazy, sneaky, jealous, conniving, selfish, lame-ass nigga. Don't ever try to play me, Pierderita. I don't, I don't know, uh, or Petunia, sorry. My phone's all cracked. Don't try to play me, Petunia. They come to see me, 80% of the room leave after my set. All caps and my set, exclamation point. Work my ass off every day, every night. You've done nothing this whole tour but act like a diva, all caps, in your princess chair. That's what she fucking tweeted at that dude. God damn. Yeah. And then he came back about as uh, fucking soft as you could in a phone interview on Power 92 in Chicago. (laughs) And he just is like, it's just a lot of miscommunication as far as the tour goes. Just obviously agents and all that. (laughs) Like, <laughs> it's like, nah, dude, you got called out and you don't know what the fuck to say. Tiana is intimidating, man. She is. She like, is she's intimidating. That's like so great. Like, that's like, that's the second best piece of shit talking all week. If if Xelia Banks was as intimidating as Tiana Taylor, well, it's like they if, wouldn't, they, people would take her more serious. Yeah, and sure. it's like if Azalea Banks also wasn't like just outwardly calling people faggot in public and like getting in trouble for like you know just wild shit mm. and i like azalea banks she's like one of those people you want i i like seeing her. i'm like i want you to succeed you need to i don't know but but tiana gives off that vibe that they're she, like different types of uh, uh, it, it might have been like a guy to try to holler it's like this fucking faggot like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i can see that for sure but she went like blasted on like social media no, shit like that no, like no, no, fucking no. azalea banks does like uh She's like the queen of like fucking shit talking and digging herself in a hole. Yeah, she fucking like pulled down like Cardi B. Yeah. Well, she, tr- I don't know. I don't know, whatever. She whatever. like tries to like start beef and doesn't like have anything to like back it. And you like, when it like happens, she's like, no, come on, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Come on. You, you got this. Like, there was like that whole shit. Did you like hear like, she like sued like Russell Crowe and like the RZA for some shit? Oh, yeah. That was that like shit that just came out that he, uh, 
She tried to stab somebody at a dinner party. Yeah. Russell well, Russell Crowe and the RZA was there. Yeah, like the RZA like invited her or whatever, and Russell Crowe and the RZA are, are friends because of course they fucking are. And <laughs> I wouldn't believe that. I, I mean, they're in the man. Like, I guess the man with the iron fist started a beautiful friendship. Jesus, man. Oh man, we're gonna have to talk about that movie at some point. I like the movie though. We continue. Continue. The soundtrack with the story, is though. great. Uh, oh, like the Azalea, like what happened? Yeah, I yeah. guess like he like invited her to something and like Riz was just like, yo, she was acting like mad wild and like making a fool of herself like at this place. And he was just like, yo, I need you to leave. They ask her to like leave. She freaks like the fuck out. And then like basically is it seemed like she was doing almost a thing where it's like, what? why are you hitting me right now? Oh, and it's shit. like, what are you talking about? And it's yeah. like, he just... He, he just touched me. That's what he did. Like, it seemed like she did something kind of like that, you know, and was like, Russell Crowe, like, grab me, like, you know, and tried to make something out of it. And it's just kind of like unfounded evidence. And I don't know. It's also Russell Crowe, you know, who has like a history of like domestic assault and shit like that. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, it's typical like the, Australian shit. Yeah. You know, they'll, you know, those fucking Aussies, they love beating women. So, like, that's like why I wasn't, I'm like, you know, maybe. Like, where he's just Australia's like, oh, you a, fucking abo bitch. Australians <laughs> are like cool Irish people. He just fucking <laughs> slaps like Azalea. You, you fucking bitch, you get out of here. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> what have you done? He's like, are you not entertained? <laughs> Maximum. Like, he just hears that in his head 24-7. Maximum. 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 Just a fat piece of shit sitting home alone. People don't know that Russell Crowe, he had about five concussions. Unreported concussions during the making of... Uh, oh, yo, that he's like the first actor uh, that was just an actor gladiator. and never an athlete to have CTE from acting. <laughs> like, he's just full, like, he, his wife divorced him and he's home alone now because she was afraid he was going to, like, fucking Benoit them. Oh, like, shit. Yeah. Cripple crossface. Russell Crowe is absolutely the first celebrity I would think of where it's like, hey, did you hear so-and-so killed his family? <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, of course Russell Crowe did that shit. It goes like Russell Crowe, Christian what? Bale, what? <laughs> and then Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel, I think I'd still be surprised. With that being said, what, what, especially with today's rappers, what rapper would you say would be responsible for murdering his whole family? Oh, man, don't put that on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, Snow. Um, um, Snow. <laughs> anything but not a, a black rapper that oh, murdering man. his family. I don't know, it's probably some Puerto Rican, you know? It's, it's some <laughs> <laughs> he kills all 19 members of his family. Oh, my know? God. Because you watch Naruto too many times. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, I, I don't know. Any of these fucking SoundCloud rappers, Jesus fucking Christ, one of them's going to be a sociopath enough to, like, shoot his mom or something. Did you see shit. that clip of that, uh, that they just might be too depressed to do it? Like, that that dude, uh, what was it, Bonk Game? Bonk? No, I, I vaguely know that name. It's it's just some dude that, like, he did, he did dumb shit on the internet. Like, people that would have, like, their table set up. Oh, in like New York Logan selling Paul. shit, and he would just like jump and like crash on it. And oh like yeah, that. yeah, that asshole. That guy, he yeah. was on, he was on no jumper, and well, just high. No he was highish, like he just fell into the wall. Like they cut Jesus. the interview short. It was just, yo, drink some water, man. Just drink some water. Yo, like that. It didn't that like no jumper guy, like the main guy from that, have some like some like girls like came forth and was like, yo, this guy's like a fucking creep and a scumbag and all this shit. I mean, he, he kind of that's how he presents himself. That's how he presents himself. Oh, kinda, I get the, I get the. Yo, isn't he like the thirty-year-old like, guy that yeah. just hangs out with seventeen-year-olds? Yeah. Of course, he's fucking kids. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. So, so, there's, so there's a Law and Order SVU case. What's his fucking name? Adam, whatever. Yeah, it's like Adam, twenty-two or something. Yeah, shit. some fucking dumb shit. You're a grown-ass man. Go by your fucking name. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's fucking nerve with Jackal. <laughs> No, that like that shit just fucking annoys the shit out of me. Mm. Like he's like, and I I don't get it. Like I guess he's like the new taste maker or whatever. But he's like not fucking interesting, and he just seems like kind of a fucking douchebag. Mm. You know, it's not like I don't know. There's other. There's like better guys. I don't know. Jesus like, Christ! Like they're all fucking pieces of shit. Like any like, of uh, these guys that are like. What about uh, Yes, Jules? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you fuck with her stuff? Or? Yeah, I fuck or? with her. 
I I don't know. Like I feel like most of like the New York like talk radio people, like hip hop like talk people. Okay, so mainly people that actually talk and not just promote promotion. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like he fucking runs like a show, but like I don't know, he has nothing like fucking interesting to say. But he like bumps up, you know, like having like fucking Lil Xan and all those fucking losers on like. You know, that shit and, like, bumping that stuff off. And then, I don't know, all those New York people seem like the last bastion and, like, the big, like, landscape of, like, talk hip-hop shit to, like, talk shit about, like, other people and call people out and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of what it's... That's all Ebro kind of does. Yeah. I've only seen, like, three or four interviews. And he always has, like, a... Like no no no, that ain't that ain't that's not what's real. They don't like, put up with people's shit. Like how many fucking Breakfast Club interviews have you seen where it's just like they will fucking call someone out like immediately? Like Charlemagne's got like no fear with that shit. Like calling out six nine and stuff like that in yeah. studio. It's awesome. Like I don't know, you don't see that that much anymore. And it's like a fucking almost like Jerry like Jerry Springer type feeling or whatever. Like you got when you'd watch that shit when you were younger. Like Jenny Jones, you're just like, oh damn. It's like, yeah, that fucking like uncomfortable factor. That first, that first little Yachty interview, he was quiet, and it was like, yeah, they told me to um, to watch out for him. Yeah, for Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, said, did you see like the Jesus Amaro interview with like little Yachty yeah. on there? No, wait, no, 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 I didn't see it. it like it, it was like right before they ended, you know, like in those like last few months, like whenever his new fucking album came out or whatever, uh-huh. and that dude. Has like no charisma whatsoever. Yachty? Yeah. He's an 18 year old, man. 19? What is he, 19 now? Yeah. I, I, what the fuck does the age have to do with it? Isn't you're young, you should be like a cocky motherfucker because you're a rapper? No. This is this is one of those like internet kids, man. That like, now you're around people and you do like, it's just. I was just like watching it and I was weird. like, this dude's like autistic. Like maybe. <sighs> and I'm not saying that as like a fucking joke. Like I'm watching it, I'm just like, yo, he like. There's, like, long pauses in between, like, him answering questions and shit like that. Like, just softball questions are, like, throwing at him. and he's So just you like, say Lil, Lil Pump was better in his interview with J. Cole? Yeah. he was. At least fucking Pump could talk back and forth with Cole. Like, that was a conversation. Right. That wasn't, like, an interview. Right. That's what I'm, like, looking forward to in, like, Charlemagne show. I'm hoping that's what it's going to be. Like, it's, like, less like an interview format. And I think it's just going to be him fucking talking with people, like, back and forth. Like... I don't know. We don't have that much shit like that. That was like half of TV, like in the '60s, was fucking talk shows with like just two people fucking sitting there, and, like talking back and forth. So you don't see it too often anymore. <sighs> just real, real fucking conversation. I don't know. Like, there was some good shit talking this week because, like, uh, oh yeah, we ain't we ain't talk about that shit last week, did we? The fucking uh, YG posting that video. Yeah, six, we talked nine. about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Damn. Yeah, because that was great. I was like, oh, this is, this is lovely. Yeah, because fucking 6 9 goes around, like, calling himself a blood and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody. Yeah. I'm ho- Ah, dude. I don't get... Yo, like, you can't... F- like, fuck Nicki Minaj, right? Really? Yeah. Why is that? I think she's trash, dude. We kind of talked about this, like, last week. Well, like, I mean, my, my whole theory was, is, like, Nicki's still okay. I mean, I'm like, it's cool. I never love... Nikki, like she had a versus it was hot, like she is. She got bars. Like you can't you can't deny like she's yeah, got I'm, some dope shit. I'm not saying that she doesn't have bars though. I'm saying just like as like a person. But she's like fucking trash. Well, cause she's had nothing to worry about for the past like five years. Yeah, and she goes and like I don't know how you can be like a major like female rapper and go in and say like all this girl power shit like she does and then fucking do a track with Six Nine. You know what I mean? On her album? Yeah, that he, she has that track Fei Fei or whatever. That's her and Six Nine. Oh yeah, that's on her album. <sighs> that dude's got fucking like. Gotta get them streams up, baby. Yeah, the dude's also got like a litany of like sexual assault charges against like underage girls and shit. He's like still that. winning. He's still moving records. Yo, it's wild. It's so wild. People don't care. The people do not care as long as the product. The product is perfect. If it is it's good, it's not a good product. The, the product is good. People are eating it. They don't give a fuck. He's a fucking. He, he sounds like DMX with Down syndrome. People gave a shit about that R. Kelly song when he was like coming out about stuff. Yeah, I, but ah, oh God. See, that's a fucking complicated thing because it is just like, yeah, you fucking forget because it is just like, man, R. Kelly's like good though. He was. Pop, pop, R and B, yeah. Like, he was a fucking shit. 
but he's a monster. Terrible. Like R. Ke- like R. Kelly's a fucking monster. I tried to like work on it as like a one-liner for a minute or whatever, where it like the whole fucking thing is just like R. Kelly is like an artist that, uh, as like a he- like a fan of his music, you just try to like choose to pretend that it's like written by like a hyper intelligent AI like robot program in not a living monster living on this planet right now that is just like probably leading a sex cult and fucking underage oh, girls God. and like just a litany of other fucking horrendous behavior. Like it's just one of probably like the worst people. It's like, you know, like fucking Puffy is just like a monster. We were talking about that like on our way up to Raleigh Puffy the other a monster? night. Yo, because he like we were like Wills and I were talking about that in the car up to Raleigh when we went the other night. And um, it's just like the thing where it's like him and Suge Knight were the two like fucking figureheads, right? In the 90s. And like everyone is always like Suge Knight's a fucking monster and all this shit. And it's just like, yeah, he is. And so is like Puffy did just as bad shit. Puffy was he, a pretty boy. Yeah, but he somehow can like salvage his image and like be in all this comedy shit, and everyone's like cool with it. Smile, it, dancing, dude. Yeah, dude. And it's like there's, and shit. it's like there's clearly like an ex- like there's like a history of like like proof that he's not a good guy, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just so like crazy that he can still like have his image salvaged in some way, and like people don't think of him in that way like wills was telling us like when uh jay farrow from snl came and like performed at like uncw or whatever at the college in town like uh jay farrow's entire set is all impressions oh yeah and yeah, then he yeah. just had like it's like 40 minutes of impressions and then just randomly in his set like he just brought up he was like if you are ever in the same room as puffy don't Look at him. Don't approach him. Don't ever speak to him. That man is a monster. He is the devil on earth. And then went right back into fucking yeah, he's like, jokes. He's, he's like, yo, that's why he like he's a person you will never see me do an impression of. Yeah, or he's like, I only do impressions of people I love or whatever. And that's yeah. why like he went in that. But that's so crazy, dude. And it, you like hear people fucking talk about this shit. Like fucking Jesus Amaro like talk shit about him. Like you know how like wild he is. Like it's like people. It's like dudes from, like, the Bronx or whatever talk about Puffy the same way, like, old guys and from, like, New York will talk about Gotti or some shit like that, where it's like, that's my fucking boy right back, there. Back in Gotti. Oh, nah, when, uh, when in Boston, when What's the Name was popping? What was that What was that movie? Mark uh, Wahlberg. Nah, the shit with uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, uh, Whitey Bulger. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, ah, back in back in. Back in the whitey days. Back in the whitey days, Spook couldn't walk down the street without looking both Not ways. A you know what I'm saying? One of them. Yeah. <laughs> Got that fucking Nosferatu walking around. Hey, huh? hey, whoa, buddy, the sun's out. The fuck you doing on my <laughs> sidewalk? That was my favorite line of dialogue spoken to Johnny Depp in that fucking movie with his retarded ass look he has. <laughs> this is how he's fucking. Hearing him saying "wops," that was like whoa. "wops." Y'all really dug for that one, Jesus. Yeah. What a great one. <laughs> great one. What? He was insane. Yep. Oh, God. He's insane. And, Who's uh, it? Has he, has he, has Johnny Depp been blessed with a role co starring a rapper? Oh, no, not yet. He did. He So he was supposed to, uh, he did a movie where he plays like the, one of the cops that like investigated the big, like Biggie Tupac shit. Uh-huh. And uh, that shit just got fucking shelved, like pulled from like the schedule and like shelved because motherfucker is like a domestic abuser, like a piece of shit and has like a bunch of like things. And like people, I think, finally are like, yeah, we don't fuck with Johnny Depp. Like it's like on the level of like a Kevin Spacey type shit where it's just like we do not want this guy. Fat dude, right? Huh? Spacey. Kevin Spacey. No, fucking House of Cards, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, likes likes fingering boys, you know? Jesus, that dude. Man. Yeah, it's fucking Hollywood. Of course they're fingering boys. What else do you do when you got that much money? <sighs> That's scary. It is. You get you get a, so much money, and you, you, you don't even realize that, like, you're, you're going, losing your fucking mind based off the shit that you're buying. Yeah. You don't realize that you're doing it. And next thing you know, you got some boys in your basement. <laughs> nobody else nobody else on your block in the hills has a basement. Yeah. You don't have a fucking basement. Let's get a basement. It's a, see, he can easily do that. Yeah. A house, 
that couldn't support a basement, now is going to support a basement. That's like, remember when fucking Steven Seagal had, like, the sex slaves in his basement and shit like that? Like, that one, like, the like, please help me. It was, a, it was an interview from a girl on, uh, really, it is, this was years ago. She said she's supposed to meet up with him for, like, a one-on-one, like, audition. She was oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. And, like, he was there, and his, like, assistant was there. And he kept, like, trying to, like, rub her. She already knew what was going on, but she knew she had to just, like, be cool. And He's like, I'm going to go sit in something more comfortable. Really yeah, quick. just just, just weird. Just like, no, I want to give Comes out massage. with a kimono on, fully hard. Jesus. Now he's wearing a turtleneck. Kimono, turtleneck. Yeah. Yeah. No pants. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way the silk feels. He has, he has the rocks. My, against my nub. He, he has the rocks uh, look from, like, the 80s. Those headshots he got that's always around with the yeah. fanny pack. Yeah. That, that's how he's dressed with a kimono on. Oh man, that's how the fucking that's how Steven Seagal thinks he looks. What right is now. he? Is he just a white guy? Yeah, I think so. Well, like, I yeah. don't know. Like, here's the weird thing with like Steven Seagal is like he used to talk like an Asian guy, right? Right. And now he talks like an old black man. Have you noticed that? Like Have he's you... trying to he's trying to cut in on Danny Glover. Yeah, dude, that's what he talks like now. It's fucking weird as shit. Have you, like, heard his voice, like, in the past 10 years? No, I haven't. Like, he kind of talks like this. He's like, we got some smooth fellas up the street. We got to go take care of. And he's, like, sitting like in a Like a chair. jazz man? Yeah. He's doing Billy Crystal's jazz man. Like, he's he's doing... A, he sounds like he's doing blackface. Oh, dude, that's the fucking bumper. I'm going to play you when <laughs> uh, the comic relief uh, for Hurricane Katrina... Billy Crystal put on blackface and played an old jazz man talking about living in New Orleans. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm going to show it to you, and you all will hear the audio from it uh, when we uh, go on break, which, uh, guess what, motherfucks? That's right now. And we're going to be back uh, after this break uh, talking about uh, the people who are kind of shaping the modern sound of uh, alternative R&B and funk music. Uh, so stick around for that. Uh, thanks for listening. Stay blessed, folks. Yoy, guys. I grew up in New Orleans. I have lived in the Ninth Ward most of my trade cool life. Oh, my father, he was in the army. He was a trumpet player in the army band, and he also played the bugle. He was a good bugle player. I mean, he could play that bugle. When he played taps, you knew that the cat that was dead meant something to somebody. I mean, he played it like it was the blues. So like, bop do dwee, bop do zow, bop do zap a do zap a do zow. So when I was old enough, I wanted to play the horn, you know. I went up to my dad and I said, Pops, I want to be a musician. And he said to me, Lester, my boy, Face, come here. If you want to be a musician, play the clarinet, not the trumpet. I said, why, Pop? He said, hey, look, look at my lip. You see that little dent over my lip? And then you get all this callus and stuff. And I'm telling you, boy, the chicks don't like to kiss the trumpet players. So I took one look at that lip. And that's when I became a clarinet player. <laughs> Can't you dig that? I know that you're good. So when oh, one, two, oh, man. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, sorry, uh, Draw and I had to take a quick break because we were laughing so hard at that great piece of comedy uh, put on television in the year 2006. Billy Crystal? Yeah. Old white Jewish guy. With a big-ass head, right? Mm-hmm. What else was he in? Um, all sorts of bullshit. Like, I don't fucking know. He's Mike Wazowski. Mike, <laughs> Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Dude, that was just a, a, a stickers bringing you another great moment in uh, racism and modern television yeah. history. Following other American others, cinema. Yeah. So following such other great examples as when Adrian Brody introduced Sean Paul on Saturday Night Live. Uh, He's like, nah, I got this one. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Everyone's going to love this bit. Um, just hold on one sec. I didn't. I just thought. Honestly, I thought it just wasn't funny because I was like, that's a. This is just corny. Yeah, it's uh, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what's not bad is uh, all these great uh, R&B jams uh, coming out in these uh, past couple years, huh? Oh, Damn, yeah. what a transition. Oh, yeah? Whew, yeah, yeah. We're in, we're in a good era right now, dude. There's uh, People are coming in with like fun new sounds. A lot of shit's coming over from the U.K. You know? t- t- uh, yeah, from yeah. the U.K.? Yeah. 
it's like a, a couple people. Like uh, the first one that like comes to mind is like uh, we've talked about him before. I think I brought him up uh, with Cordero, but uh, uh, this young guy named uh, Cosmo Pike, uh, who's only had one EP come out, but it's just like a fun sound. Uh, I think it's like the perfect like cross section of you know like alternative like indie pop music and like R and B, with mixing in like almost like bars in there on some of the vocals. This is social sites off of the Just Cosmic TV. Say, I'm sitting alone, sipping a latte, latte every single time I wake up. The girl got me shake up, friend wound her waist up on me. Now I found there's nothing to say. Why does she cry? Cause these social sites is bliss, is crystallized. I feel like this sound particularly is kind of like a sound you're hearing transition over into uh, a lot of, like, hip-hop and production and stuff right now, you know? You it sound like Cuddy. Yeah, uh, but with, like, cleaner vocals and... Uh, Trippy, like, just just did acid. Yeah. It's just nice, relaxing Sunday morning music, you know, when you... Uh, if if Lakeith... What's, what's that dude's name? Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, he'll play Willy Wonka. That's some shit. Oh, play. yeah. Uh, well, that's what, like, Donald Glover's in the running to play, like, Willy Wonka or some shit. But Keith will be too dark. Yeah, he's too he's too like weird. Like he'd be like creepy. Yeah. That's like how he wants to fucking play the Joker. It's like of course you do. <laughs> you fucking weirdo. <laughs> oh man. Donald and, Glover rapping as funny man Donald Glover as Willy Wonka. Yeah. I don't know. He makes more sense than the other people I think they have in like the it would, would it be wrong to say it would make sense if you had him play the clown in it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'd be creepy. I want to see Donald Glover play like a like a a scumbag in something, you know. I think he'd be good at it. <laughs> like, you know, like I don't know. It's like that thing that would be like it catch people off guard. But seeing him play like a fucking creep and like some shit, play like a guy that's like silently like intimidating. I think he could do it. Mm. Lex you know? Luthor. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That's fun right there. Damn. Yeah. Um. You know, like, Cosmo's, like, a tertiary example of, like, the sound that you hear, like, in, like, Tyler's Flower Boy. You know what I mean? And, like, I mean, there's people that are, like, more obvious collaborators on that album, like Callie Uchis, you know, uh, features on there, like, pretty heavily on, like, a few tracks. And this is, like, a single of hers uh, called Only Girl featuring uh, Steve Lacey from the Internet. Uh, who we'll be getting into in a minute in uh, Vince Staples. This came out a year or two before Flower Boy. There's only one girl for me, come on, baby, you know There's only one girl for me, one girl for me. There's up on the phone, knock, knock on my door. No one's home. If you want me to be yours, you got What is it about her voice? I love it, dude. I don't know. It's so, like, distinct. I think that's what it is. Uh, and, like, just switching it up all the time. Yeah, she's... For real. And she's just such, like, a prime example of, like, someone doing something, like, cool and, like, different, like, in R&B. Like, she has that, like, Latin influence, like, on a lot of tracks, too. And it just... I don't know. It's such, like, a cool, like, collaboration of different, like, sounds and ideas put together uh, that I think makes her stuff so effective and why she's such a good collaborator with Tyler, uh, including uh, this See next guy. See You Again is a beautiful song. Yeah, See You Again's a, a fucking great song. And, uh, Watch, it, watching that clip of him on Instagram where, like, had the whole crowd just seeing the hook. Yeah. Just, I was like, whoo. Uh, and this chills. this uh, next guy features on that track as well as a few other tracks on uh, Flower Boy. Uh, Rex Orange County, who is uh, this uh, pasty uh, teen from the UK who makes fucking gorgeous Stevie Wonder influenced R&B music. I'm not afraid I can be myself and I hope you can be yeah. well. This is I what he looks like, John. Right. And there was so much happiness yeah. that 
Uh, this is a television slash so far so good off of his album Apricot Princess from last year's phenomenal record. Uh, uh, this track is so great, and I think a perfect like accomplishment of what he progresses through the song. The song, you know, starts like this, huh? Yeah, he's like a band leader, you know, a lot like Harold Anderson Pop would be, you know. Um, because then you have like myself because who the fuck would be dumb enough to reject an offer oh what an offer now two two ten one five couple hours can change your life frank saying oh what a night what a night what the fuck is a girlfriend I'm i might fuck with it if you Maybe clean up I should go yeah i mean this is like i like this is where the stevie wonder comes in i think yeah right that's why you can totally hear why tyler worked with this guy it's fucking gorgeous, man. Uh, and I believe, like, both of his releases are just kind of, like, bedroom-produced stuff. Like, you know, it's him doing, like, everything. Uh, Wait, isn't he that guy that's on uh, Boredom? Yeah. Okay, that's Yeah, him. he's doing the main vocals, like, okay. on that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's That's, that's basically an Anderson Pock song. Or not Anderson Pock. Uh, Rex Orange County song with, like, Tyler rapping on it. You know, like, it just sounds like one of his songs. Uh He's I, I, he's a guy who's so young. He's had like two albums that are very you know like quick like thirty minute listens, and I really feel like he's young enough and has an interesting sound where you're really gonna see I think a lot of like artists reaching out to him to like work with him on like stuff and like production and songwriting and shit, because mm. uh, he's just got such a gorgeous sound and just in that one track alone that he can go from this kind of like indie poppy opening to having that like hip hop vocal breakdown in the middle to like that like Stevie Wonder old school R and B outro all in one song. I mean, your like potential's limitless, you know what I mean, in terms of working with different types of artists. And I think yeah, you see Tyler like fucking with him first. And I think in the next few years we're gonna see a lot more people fucking with him, you know. You think so? Yeah. I, I like why wouldn't you? I don't know. Rap is weird right now. People will jump on certain shit. Just like that shit I played you that was on uh Mike Will's Instagram, and that guy, like, trying to harmonize, and he just sounds terrible. Yeah. Just that, like, fake screaming shit that, like, uh, Sway Lee did. Well, that's, like, that's pop music right now. That's not hip-hop. Do you know what I mean? That's, like, and most people terrible. wouldn't it's classify even, it as hip-hop. I think the guys catchy. making it aren't classifying it as hip-hop, I wouldn't say, but it so is it's, pop music. So it's, like, with that being said, like, would you... So you telling me you can you can see like two chains jumping out there and trying something like if you were to see that title, like two chains and that guy. Uh, uh well, I mean like that would be like weird. It, I could definitely hear it, you know. Or to like a certain Kanye extent. or some shit. Kanye for sure, you know, like that's like a sound I could see Kanye like gravitating towards, like absolutely, especially like as his kids like progress in age, I could see him like softening his sound and you're already seeing him kind of looping back to that like soul sample that he started out with you know like on yay you have like that hints of that sound coming back into his stuff and especially on the tiana taylor record and i think that Still haven't listened to it yet. It, i i love it man it, it really is like next to daytona it's my favorite out of the things that yeah. uh in that you know like string of five records he did mm. um yeah, it was only two i have i've have yet to listen to Push the TNT on the The best ones. <laughs> All the others are pretty fucking weak on the whole. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I could see people working with Rex. I feel like I see people working with this next guy, uh, Dame Funk, who's been around for probably at least, he's been around for a minute, but has, like, reached popularity probably, like, a decade ago in, like, uh, underground, like, indie, like, circuit <laughs> shit. Uh this is uh, I'm Just Trying to Survive in the City uh, off his record Invite the Light um, from 2015. This guy's like the resurrection of that old like zap sounding like funk music from the 80s with like modern kind of like electronic music. Yeah. Q-Tip features on this track. It's one of the few tracks he has like an MC on Yeah. 
Who's carving the apple pie we eating? Somebody is clearly cheating Benefits we ain't receiving Live legal amongst the people Trying to be fly like the eagle That's printed on all our papers So we plotting holy papers Let I no see, I see the vision Yeah, I'm not feeling the song though Yeah, yeah I can hear and see what he's trying to do But not not with this Yeah Not with this one What else you got? Uh that's it I have like on this playlist room I was just using it as an example uh, I've played it on the show before uh, I would definitely my favorite out of the things he done is his uh, collaboration with Snoop Dogg Seven Days of Funk because uh, it's him making like a straight up like funk like heavy funk record with Snoop Dogg uh, with that kind of like old like G-Funk like clap to it almost like a little bit of boom bat production mixed in there too uh. it's a cool mixture of shit uh but yeah, he's like just a guy who is definitely like covertly like influenced like the sound and like landscape of things. Because I mean, like this sound is popular now, and this mother motherfucker's been doing this shit for like years and like collaborating with people and you know working on like the production end of just like so much different shit. Uh, and that's just like an immediate like kind of identifiable sound. Um, and then, like, that, the main people right now, I feel like, are just all the different members of the internet, you know? Because uh, they all individually have their, like, solo outputs. Why does that seem so weird to me? That they have solo outputs? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Each individual, like, member. Because they're all, like, different talented and bring their own sounds to the table. And across their solo releases, you can hear each of their influence on, like, a collaborative so release. So all like, rapping shit? Uh, some of them sing. This is like uh, this is where your friend, where are your friends? Uh, by Matt Martians off of uh, his record, the Drum Chord Theory, that came out last year. Uh, Matt Martians is kind of the main like band leader of uh, the internet, along with Sid. Which one is he? Uh, the pianist, okay. the keyboard guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Yeah. That's fucking trippy ass shit. Yeah, and so like you hear like Matt's like uh, influence I feel like in terms of the spacier aspects of the internet and uh I mean his vocals for sure, you know, like they kind of brought to the forefront of so many songs, especially when he's duetting with Sid. Uh like Sid duets on this track with uh Black uh, on the track over off of her uh, solo debut, Finn, from last year as well. Jesus. She's just got a great voice. That's it, right? Yeah. But she sound like some, like, late 90s. Yeah, for sure. I, not, I, I, not Missy Elliott, but, like, if Missy Elliott can sing. For sure. I don't want to say Aaliyah. No, 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 no. But uh, yeah, she she's definitely got like her own like unique like approach to things for sure. And you know, it's like I think just like covertly been such like a influencer on like hip hop right now. Like she's always been like ahead of the curve. You think so? Yeah, for real. Think about it. Like she was like an openly queer figure in hip hop before that was like in vogue, you know, and was making like funk music, it, like funk influenced hip hop before that was in vogue. Wait, who are you about? Sid. Before in vogue. Before it was before it was popular. Like before, like now it's it's cool. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not like a big deal for any like people to be like be like out. Uh, I think the biggest one was uh. It might have been uh, Frank Ocean. Yeah, Frank was like the biggest one, and that's something he had always hinted at, like in his music. You know, like the first example that comes to mind is on Oldie, where he has like, uh, you know, like, and I'm high and I'm by weight. I mean, I'm straight. Like he yeah. has that. It's like a quick drop. And if he like raps that, and then like four years later, like comes out, like yeah, maybe okay. not that long, but like, yeah, okay. yeah. that's that's a great fucking track. Um, and then, like, the other members, like, you know, like this is, uh, this is Keeping Steve Lacey. Keeping the rotation live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
This is Steve Lacey who uh, featured on that Cali Yukos track and is like, I think a later member added of like the internet. He's a younger guy. This is Dark Red off of uh, Steve Lacey's demo EP. Has Quentin Tarantino heard any of these people? Right? This sounds like some Tarantino movie music. He makes like kind of Leon Bridges sounding like old school influence like R&B rock and roll music, you know? And I love his voice. When I look at the group, I don't see Voltron. Yeah. I, but I, that's I, I what just, they are. I just see a bunch of just individuals. Yeah. So when it, like, I don't know. Or like, it just wouldn't. They're the Power Rangers individually. And then as the internet, they're the Megazord. Like, they form together. You know, like, that's what they are. They can still do something on the own, but together is way better. Yeah, I mean, and like, that's what I was talking about, where it's like, I like the internet, but I love the separate parts of them, I think, even more. Like, I will listen to this EP of his probably more than, like, Ego Death. And then uh, the final one is uh, Patrick Page II, uh, who released his uh, debut album, uh, Letters of Irrelevance, this year. The Thundercat? That's what this sounds like, for sure. I haven't looked in the production, but I wouldn't be surprised if Thundercat did work on this. He's not listed as a feature, though. But he raps primarily. This is On My Mind slash Charge It of the Game featuring Sid. This is for my little one at Toledo State. Decide to write the verse because I don't know how to communicate. I hope you're doing good in school and keeping up your grades. You got a boyfriend yet? What's his name? And I'll run this fate. Let's, let's think about something for a second. <laughs> With so many people that can rap. Yeah. Do you think that's why it's not popular? It's just not... That's what's coming out more and more like, oh, anybody can do this. I guess not take it as serious. Like, it's just, I don't know what I'm looking at anymore, man. This is the track that makes you think that? No, it's that one. I'm like, oh, this sounds cool, but it's like other people rap. I don't know. It's just trigger, yeah, it's it just triggers something that like, yo, can we really like credit like certain rappers like the greatest of all time? Like, we have not heard everybody that can yeah, fucking that's true. rap. Yeah, and I'm not giving that much. I'm not trying to say like, oh, that dude, like he was just godly on that beat. It's like, nah, like that just triggers something in my head. Like, it's just a lot of people that fucking. Right. It, it depresses me that I'm like, I can confidently say like, yes, I can stop what I'm doing. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can make a hit song. Yeah, if you yeah. put your mind to it. Yes, it, it like, like, not even put my mind to it. Just like, just copying what's what's going on and like, just figure out. Yeah, but that means it. you just go in the booth and you just go, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And you just have a hot beat. I like more of the smoke perp oh, okay. approach. Was well, like actual s- semi bars. We still saying dumb shit. What do you say in that nephew song? He was like, uh, "Paint your face like I'm Doodle Bob." Yeah, he's making a SpongeBob reference at the opening. It's about time. Yeah, you for, know, for, for rappers start referencing SpongeBob. Yeah, he is a child after all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the final artist I want to talk about is also a teaser for something I'm really excited for that is coming out uh, later this week, uh, and that is uh, the new Blood Orange album comes out. Blood Orange is... Uh, this is a guy? Yes. Uh, his name is Dev Hines, uh, the main figurehead, like I guess, behind the group. Hines57? Uh, S-H-Y-N-E-S, not like the cat's up. Um, tomato, tomato. It sounds the same. Dev is, like, a guy who uh, has been, like, covered as, like, Blood Orange a lot. And, like, he's on, like, Domino Records, which is, like, a British label that, like, Animal Collective and, like, a bunch of, like, hipstery, like, bands are on and shit like that, you know. Um, And he's kind of always been affiliated, I guess, more with, like, hipster pitchfork type shit or whatever. But he also, in the past couple years, like, helped, like, write on, like, the new Mac Miller record. Uh, He participates on like vocals in the production for elevate off of asap rocky's testing uh he was on colbert earlier this week debuting a new song off of uh his upcoming record negro swan with uh asap rocky and project pat as the features on it um so the dude's got a diverse ass sound uh this is evp off of his previous record freetown sound which uh i think is a modern classic it's a perfect record uh, and it's just too much shit. And stars remain of running away and hiding for the cut. Yeah. 
Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, it's like it's that's what I mean. Like in terms of like that like modern day like Prince thing, he just makes like sexy ass funk music. <laughs> like he has like all sorts of people like featuring and assisting on this record. Debbie Harry from Blondie helps on this record. Like Dave Zitek who produced like TV on the radio and it's like shaped like the production and like a lot of like alternative like hip hop and like indie rock right now worked on this. Like all sorts of different people. That's Debbie Harry from Blondie. The fuck is the hell was that? <laughs> it's like that's funk music, man. Uh, and then this is uh, Charcoal Baby, uh, which is the first single we put off of uh, his Yo, uh, upcoming record for that remake of The Last Dragon that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the internet has to, they have to do the soundtrack. I think we get the internet and Dev Hines to do the soundtrack. Like they've worked with each other before. You get them to collaborate. Let, on let this them be record. in a movie. Yeah, like background to like. Oh, that's perfect. Who do we say, Callie or uh, SZA? I thought we went with Kalani. Oh, yeah, Kalani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be like the backup band Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, it's perfect. How about we just do a black exploitation of The Shadow? (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) The Shadow. Shadow, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wesley Snipes. Oh, Wesley. Lamont Lamont Cranston. (laughs) Lamont Cranston Cranston sounds like an old black guy. (laughs) You know, like Lamont Cranston, inventor yeah. of peanut butter. <laughs> I came up with the peanut butter jar. Copper <laughs> <laughs> didn't invent shit. <laughs> how you gonna hold this dumbass? How you gonna hold peanut butter? You gonna sit there holding it in your hand, eat it like it's fruit? Can't do that shit. That's butter, boy. Oh, man. Put it in this. Put it in this jar. Put it in my jar. Put it in my jar. That's what I need you to do for me. Put it in my jar. Put it in the jar. He invented the twist on cap jar. That's what Lamont Cranston invented. Young twist. black inventor. He's like, what if instead of having to, to, to break the lid off, <laughs> you just, you unscrew it. I don't know about you gentlemen, but I barely ever finished my jar of delicious peanut butter because I no longer have a lid to seal it tight from all the diseases out here in this world. <laughs> He's like crazy. presenting it in a patent office, and they're like, "You get out of here, your crazy voodoo ideas you have a twist on cap. That is goddamn ridiculous." <laughs> Blasphemy, I say. You, why would you? You can't open something without eating all of it immediately. That don't make no sense. The hell wrong with you? Yeah, can't save things. Can't seal them, use them for later. <laughs> Lamont Cranston, inventor of leftovers. <laughs> Lamont Cranston, he's like, one day he's like, I got all this pulled pork left. I was like, you know, we wrapped some foil around that. We put it in the fridge, save it for later. What the hell is foil, boy? Then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we take this wax, you see, we take this here wax paper right here. We wrap, we wrap the food up that we got left and we put it in the ice box. We got it for the next day. And he was burned at the stake exactly. for his ideas. For witchcraft. The his, his, his evil voodoo ideas that he, he had. Devil. Yeah. Listen to himself. So R.I.P. to Lamont Cranston. Son of the a morning. True American hero, an inventor of the leftovers. Not the HBO show, but actual leftovers. Yeah, that's just a dumb joke I'm making. The fuck ever. That's what we're here for. And that's been the show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know all the bullshit. Uh, subscribe to us on, on iTunes or whatever and pretend that you listen to the show. That'd be very much appreciated if you haven't shut it off yet. Um, Even if it says go fuck yourself, I huh? want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write, write a review. Write, a give us a one-star review. Um, I ain't say do all of that. I just yeah. said leave a comment. Leave a comment. Please leave a comment um, if you enjoyed it. Yeah. If, if you enjoyed this, this wasn't a five star up, but we'll be don't, back. Don't be one of those people that you you go around just critiquing the podcast and like rate it, give your honest opinion. I hope we can get to that point where people give us their honest opinion and aren't don't just pretend that they listen to the podcast oh, instead. Yeah? You know, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for: a different America, a better America, a wider America. Have a good night, everyone. I'm kidding.
Just joke. As uh, David Duke has left the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw Black Klansman, and I think I came away from that movie with the right message, which is that David Duke's a real cool dude. Oh, he's a cool guy? He's a cool guy. Yeah, it's Eric Foreman from that 70s show. What's not to love? He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. He's the anti-hero of that movie. You know, he's like Walter White. It goes (laughs) Tony Soprano, Walter White, David Duke. David Duke is Spawn? Yeah, (laughs) David Duke as Spawn. I don't know if, I don't think David Duke would like Spawn. I think he would have some strong opinions. Maybe like David Duke as a Punisher. Oh, yeah. Every, like. Damn, is the Punisher just racist? Yeah, the Punisher. Like, white people and shit? Of course he is, Jerron. Gotcha. That's his whole thing. Punisher's like a Blue Lives Matter guy. You know, they, he's hanging out with the Proud Boys. He's always hanging. He's always looking behind uh, Luke Cage and shit. Yeah. Just always there. He's like, <laughs> goddamn bulletproof black guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wasn't in the Defenders. <laughs> he was like, I'm not. Who's there? What? No, thank you. No, thank you. He's dating wrong. a what? <laughs> a <laughs> white woman? No, what? Hobblebutt. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I want to go hang out with Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino and he have another superhero that shares the same opinion old, with old me. Old Man Punisher with, uh, <laughs> Clint, Eastwood. with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> old Man Punisher. How does that sound, Sam? Old Man Punisher, live action movie. With Clint, Clint Eastwood as the Punisher. Man. Oh, man. Think of all... Like, that's the one thing missing from Punisher is you know he's just muttering horrendous things under his breath as he's shooting people. <laughs> like, you don't want to know what Punisher's internal monologue is. God damn cakes. <laughs> well, you want to know who really runs the banks. <laughs> He drives around in a van cross country. <laughs> He's got like an InfoWars bumper sticker on the back of his he car. He in the door like some Mexican cartel. It's just like, oh, those deals me. He, he goes, I thought I smelled dirty rice. Oh, man, who know we still have WAPs in the country? <laughs> no, he's a proud Italian. Oh, yeah? I guess. I feel like Punisher's Italian. They white, though. Yeah, and they're not. Like, as a white person, I'm here to say that we do not consider... Uh, Italian They're white garlicky people. white person. I don't. I I don't want to be affiliated with Italians. Those rapists. You know, like Whoa. that's the thing. Is all Italians and French people are hey, rapists. Look, man, Jamaicans. They they play a lot of loud music, but I don't. I don't disown them niggas though. Yeah, they still the homies. That's true. You it's know. not the same. But they. Wait, look, here's the difference: is Jamaicans good food? Uh huh. Good music. Uh huh. What the fuck have Italians done for us besides bring organized crime? Bootleg, bootleg. Yeah, organized crime. Come on, that's everyone talks way. about black on black crime in America. What about this Italian on white crime happening in America? Uh, you talking about this oregano on Parmesan? Crime, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> deep dish versus New York style crime going on over here. Don't you fucking bring in the tor- tr- Detroit style crime? It is bullshit. What the fuck is Detroit style? Detroit style pizza. It's like fucking the, the square pizza. The lunch pizza? Yeah. Well, excuse me. Camden County, we would serve pizza wedge. Pizza? What is a pizza wedge? It's just a, it's not a slice. Because it comes on a, on a sheet, they can't really do slices. They can do wedges. So the, the, both tips are squared off. Oh. I don't like that. No no real crust. Hey, that's what we have. No real crust. Yeah. That's what I always say when I'm talking about my vaginas. You know, there's no real crust. Hmm. No, 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 I, I don't have any jokes. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Why did I say it? Because you thought it was funny. It wasn't. <laughs> you feel gross? Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good, uh, that's a good ending right there. What? <laughs> I'm, I I just don't know. He, I don't even know anymore. He's losing man. his shit. He's yeah. having a manic attack right oh, now. Oh, dude. Fuck. <laughs> so many slurs going on in his head. God fucking <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Damn, you know, thanks for... If you want to donate to uh, the GoFundMe for my funeral, uh, please do so. Uh, any Anything, any little bit could help. Uh, we're going to do that thing where... Uh, they position me sitting on a couch, and I uh, 
I've got a blunt in my hand, and everyone comes and sits and plays uh, Mario Tennis with me. Well, I'm like, I'm out because this nigga don't smoke blunts. In my head. Don't be grossed out. Hold the hold the one hander up to your dead friend's mouth. Yeah. Hold, <laughs> hold it. Hold it up. No, I want the blunt just sitting there burning in my hand like incense That's all you want? in the funeral. Yeah. I'll have a dab. Keep going. Right there. What if you like hollow my uh, skull out and you turn it into a bong? Would you do that for me? I guess. I'm gonna like blow my brains out anyway, so like the hole will already be there. You just take it. So. You, got the, you got the right angle. You feel like the right trajectory. Yeah. So I'm, that, I'm gonna plan it all out. Like it's gonna be even better than when you like improvise and make like a piece out of an apple. You know, like that's how I'm gonna do this shit. Like just a perfect, you know, whole ratio. Jesus, man. Yeah. Then I'm the piece of shit that took a hit out of your head. Yeah. Like my my ear is like a carb. You know. So you like hold my head like you're squeezing around the ears. We just pull it out. Mm -hmm. That's the sliding piece. Yes. It's beautiful. We pack it in now. We get an actual little kick because all the airwax in your ears and shit. Yep. Yep. Get high as fuck. And then then now your ghost will be there with me forever to help me in whatever career that I try. Exactly. Just like uh, How High and The Sixth Man. Yeah. With Marlon Wayne's in it. Oh, wow. What a reference. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, a, what a reference. You know what, Gerard? I think I'm going to make it into it another week and not kill myself. <laughs> reference. How about that? So jokes on you, fuckers. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. Thank you for supporting WHUR Public Radio. Uh, I have been Terry Cunt. And uh, stay breezy out there, folks. Stay dangerous, little nigga.